Welcome everyone to the Who Do You Want to Be podcast and I have a very special guest today who is a, also a, become a very good friend of mine, Mr. Chad Hawley and Chad is the founder of the Nexus Mountain Network which you're going to hear about. Um, hey, welcome Chad. Hey, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I like the title of your show, Who You Want to Be. Uh, that's, a, that's actually a question that I ask people but I'll say, who did you want to be when you grew up? It's often a question I ask, so I love, I love the title. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm excited to to share what, what's happening for you. And, uh, and so on that note of who do you want to be when you grow up, I love that you say that because I do feel like God gives us so many clues when we're a kid uh, about who we're meant to be when we grow up. And we just don't realize it until we look back and we dive down again and we go, what was I passionate about when I was a kid? But I would love you to share a bit of your story, Chad, because... Uh, you know, I know your family, your wife, Wendy, your kids, your dogs even, and uh, and you are what I call a signature kingdom um, family being uh, uniquely called by God for the kingdom as a family. And each of you have a calling and a purpose. And I've seen you in action. And I, I was very impressed. And uh, I got to stay in your home in Charlotte and was just very blessed by who you all are. And uh, I respect and admire everything, you know, about your whole family and the way that you operate as a father and a mother and 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 also as um, sons and daughters of the king. But I'd love to you to share a bit of your story because I think it's an amazing story and how things have evolved into the book and, and the Nexus Mountain Network. So can you share, like, share, you know, the, the turning point for you and what God has done in your life? And you can go back as as young as you like. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Thank you for all the compliments too. I appreciate that. And it's been quite a road and a journey. And I realized I will never stop telling this story. And it's it's a wild story. So here it is. I'll start just a few years ago. And I won't go back to when I was young or anything like that. But um, a few years ago, so I was married. I still married. <laughs> I was married at that time, married for 20 years, had four kids. Life was good. We were coasting. Uh, I was having some financial success. I was in the pharmaceutical industry doing a lot of different stuff. And I also owned other businesses as an entrepreneur. I was, had one foot in the religion mountain and one foot in the business mountain. And things were good. Until I got diagnosed with cancer. And initially, you know, the Bible says that you have a peace that passed all understanding. I had it. And it's like, you have this piece that you shouldn't have. That's what that means. And so I had this piece and I went through two surgeries. And after the second surgery, like I'm, I'm fast forwarding through the story, but after the second surgery, the doctor said, Chad, we're going to do another scan at, in 30 days. In that 30 day period, if we find something in that scan, not good. Mm. So I still had peace. I was sleeping at night. Got the, got the second surgery, 30 days later, the scan, the doctor calls and says, Chad, I'm sorry, it's already spread. I was like, dang, this is it? I'm a man of faith. I don't feel like I accomplished what I was supposed to accomplish. I'm still young. I have, you know, I worry about my wife and my kids. And so I went to a depression for a couple of days and I went before the Lord and I said, God, why did you create me? Because if I got an answer and I had not fulfilled it yet, that I could hold him accountable 
for keeping yeah. me alive. And so Louise, I did, I got an idea and I thought, I think this is from God. So instead of thinking about death, I actually used my creative mind for why I was going to live. And I went a step further and I went on my computer and I created a movie trailer and about this idea. And the idea was I was going to create a Christian-based social network that was going to organize Christians in society by the seven mountains to achieve God's purposes. Sounds like a mouthful, but I took that, I made a one and a half minute video and I submitted it to my inner circle. And I said, agree with me. I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to fulfill this purpose. And once I did that, Louise, again, I was supposed to get, oh, actually I didn't say this part yet. I was supposed to get chemo. I was supposed to get radiation. I was supposed to get a third surgery to take out part of my tongue just wow. to keep me alive. Wow. However, after I did this movie trailer, I ended up going to MD. I, it's a series of like divine clues were like, wait a minute, something's yeah. happening here. And I won't share all those now, but they were definitely divine. And so we ended up going to MD Anderson in Houston, Texas, which is one of the most prestigious uh, cancer institutes in the United States. And I had about, I think I had 11 appointments lined up, went into the first one, met with the main specialist. And when I met with the main specialist, he actually looked inside my throat and he kind of looked at a scan that we had on the computer and he says, Chad, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Wow. And my wife and I were stunned. Like, what? So he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order an ultrasound just to verify. So we ordered the ultrasound. Sure enough, they found nothing. The doctor said, I'm canceling all your appointments. I want you to go home. And I don't think you're ever going to have a problem with this again. Wow. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Wow. I, I'm curious about that, Chad, in that moment where God gave you this idea about the, the network and then immediately, and this is what I, I love about this story, is that immediately without thinking, how am I going to do this? And this is where I feel like people get really stuck. How am I going to do this? What am I like? You know that that desire to live, that instinct that takes you cuts through to the very core. And I feel like when you're in those valleys, that's when it happens, right? Everything falls away, and there's so much clarity. And then you've got nothing to lose, and you've got to step forward boldly. But like that, the act of going and doing that movie. Uh, what were you, what were you experiencing? Did you just go? I'm just going to do this. Like, was it like this instant? kind of like action motivation or did you go did you question yourself did you what was the process of of that experience yeah. that's a very powerful thing that you did and it's like almost like an unction but what what did you go through in that did you start overthinking it did you mm. what did you do it's a, it's a it's a good place where you're narrowing in on that part of the story because so many of us go through peaks and valleys. And sometimes when we're in the peak, we think there's no way out. And I would love to tell you, I rose up like a man of faith and I put on the helmet of salvation and I, <laughs> but I did make a choice. I did make a choice to get off the floor. I did make a choice to actually use my mind to fill it with hope. And I use my creative creativity. Imagination is huge. Yeah. Yep. And so I begin to imagine living 
And I begin to imagine that this isn't the end. This isn't how my story ends. And the other part of it was, Louise, I was also desperate. So I had to do something because I had to fight for others beyond myself. And that was my wife and my kids. And then I was like, all right, God, are you really, 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 really real? Yeah, really, really, really. Yeah. And so I got a really, really answer. And <laughs> it is. And so that that set up so much for the next few years, the, the next several years. And that was a great setup. Yeah. Yeah. I think um the the point about imagination, uh, uh like you know, neuroscience has been something I've studied since I was 12. And lately. I've been going deeper into this around how our brains work and how we have to come into agreement with with God's purpose and what we believe the word says. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get out of alignment because we get into that overthinking front part of our brain and we actually don't haven't been taught how to use our minds to to imagine because the new age movement sort of taken over and then we kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, but God made our minds. And I love that you had this, this picture. And I, I, I think that, that that's such a valid point about the fact that you were fighting for people beyond yourself when you're fighting for your family and your kids and your wife, then yeah. something comes over you and you get a boldness that you wouldn't have had just for yourself. Yeah. And so what happened, what happened next? So you go there, you get this diagnosis, you're probably blown away. Um, and you shared this video when you're in a circle, which also I feel like is so much wisdom in that, that you did that. How do people respond to you in that when you did that? Um. I think they were glad that at least my mind was in a good place. Um, They didn't have the answers. I didn't know if I had the answers, but God did. And so their response was, yes, faith, faith, yes, yes. And so, but here's the thing. When something like I teach about peaks and valleys in your life and like David, when David was first anointed, that was a peak in his life. He was told he was going to be king. He didn't go be king. He actually went back to become a shepherd. So I got this idea and I got like this wild, miraculous story happened. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to do the idea. (laughs) Actually, I didn't come anywhere close to that. So I actually spent a few years going, what the... Like, okay. because it almost like it just went through, I went through more like hell for a few more years after that, but this idea never left my mind. Uh-huh. And so what happened was a few years later, this was actually just slightly over a year ago. I had my first angel encounter in my life. Wow. Uh, and then after that, uh, I went on a, a popular uh, minister's show. And I, when I went on the show, um, I got kind of shared this idea again. And then when I got done with the show, I flew to Charlotte, North Carolina, and the devil's like, God didn't do that for you. He didn't heal you. That wasn't his, that wasn't God's idea. You made that up. You were desperate. And I got bombarded with this. And I was like, me coming defeated because nothing was happening. I wasn't breaking through. I wasn't starting this idea until I had a moment with my son's school teacher. And I went into the, to, it was a parent teacher conference, and I went to sit down with her. And she didn't know, I don't think she knew I had cancer. And I for sure knew she didn't, she didn't know what my the idea was. And she sits me down and my wife, Wendy was there with me. And she goes, Chad, before I tell you about your son, 
I, I have to, I think I have a word of the Lord for you. Wow. And I said, what is it? She goes, well, I need to tell you how I got it before I tell you what it is. I said, okay. She goes, I was a couple hours away. I was at a church. I walked up to a man. I went to give him a prophetic word of encouragement. This guy physically looked nothing like you. When I gave the word and I was given the word to him in my spiritual eyes, I saw you. And when I got done, I turned to my daughter who was 16 and I told her that I saw you when I was given this word. And she goes, mom, no way. I saw Chad Hawley too. So she, she said, that's how I knew I needed to give you this word. And I said, well, what is it? And she says, Chad, the Lord says you're to start a network. Wow. And she says, the time is now. You're to build it like an entrepreneur. I was blown away, Louise. The like tears filled my eyes. The hair stood up my arms. Sweat started going on my back. And I realized, oh my Lord, it was his idea. It's yeah. his idea. And then that way, the fear of failure just dropped off my shoulders. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it doesn't matter what happens to this. Now I go full speed ahead. And so I did. I left the pharmaceutical industry after a 20 year successful career. I built a beautiful state of the art app. And on August the 18th of last year, I launched the Nexus Mountain Network, which is the idea that God gave me when I said, what is my purpose? And so then that purpose saved my life. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. I, I love that you shared about when you're having doubts and that you got attacked because people would look and go, wow, he's done created this app. You know, he's been on shows, he's done this, he's done that. And, you know, when you tell the real, the real story, I feel like it gives people, they can relate because mm -hmm. we see people move and have miraculous things happen in their life and we see where they are, but we don't see what happened under the ground. And you know what I love about that story, Chad, is that, the teacher prophesied that word and confirmed that word. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately in my own journey and just with, with my clients, just that we get these prophetic words and it, it could be from 20 years ago. And I feel like I'm prophesying over someone right now, even saying this, that God spoke to you. And in that moment, you knew it was true. And then life happens. And then other people might prophesy into you. And I feel like that we're learning or I'm learning. I know that the prophetic word will cuts the ground into the new territory, but it's also something that we have to learn how to walk into and expect and ask God to speak to us through the process of executing it because we get these words and then I feel like, I know I used to be like waiting on God for it to happen, but that now I've learned, like, as I'm yielding, you said there were a lot of divine sort of signs that happened along the way. And I feel like in the yielding, even knowing how do I create this app, you probably never created an app before, or maybe you did. So like, mm -hmm. even just that process part where I feel like people get stuck. Like, how did you know how to navigate that? I'm curious about that because a lot of people have great ideas from God and get that mm. God speaks to them. But then what next? Like, how did you navigate that part where you had to do the really practical stuff to make it happen? So uh, it's a great question. And so that's why I wrote this book that's behind me, Purpose Will Save Your Life, because I was, um, I teach people how to do it too. And that's one of the questions you're asking. And I'm going to answer your question is, you know, I used to be, um, 
the national sales trainer for the second largest pharmaceutical company in the world. So I developed yeah. skills and training and development. So I took those skills and the supernatural and I combined the two in this book. So it teaches people how to get there, how to interpret certain things, how to predict their future by their past, how to do what you just asked me. So um, I actually do this. Uh, one of the chapters is um, seven insights from the story of Zerubbabel. And one of the key things, it might, it might even be the most important thing, is take the first step. Even yeah. if you don't know what to do or where you go next, it's an act of faith. In, in the story where he was supposed to rebuild the temple, uh, the first thing he had to do was build a foundation. And then it was like, then the Lord said, hey, there's going to be shouts a favor, favor to it. It's going to look like a mountain, but I'll make it a plane. And yeah. so when the act of faith to take a start, start actually makes a difference. So my wife, she has started, uh, she started a business, for example, and she was making jewelry. And somehow she went by faith and said, I got to do something. I feel like God's called me to some realm of business. And suddenly it was like a course correction. And now she has a business where she sells organic uh, flavored oils and vinegars. Yeah. Yeah. She has people that work I've for tasted her. Them. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome. And uh, so like, this is very common. In any business that my wife and I have ever started, almost every time it was a start and then it went into a different direction. This yeah. is common in very popular businesses uh, that, you know, Amazon didn't start the way it did. Harley Davidson didn't start the way yeah. it did. they did. Avon didn't, I mean, everything a lot of things start that way and so I knew that I needed to take the first step and once I took the first step it started to multiply and then the signs that I was doing what God's called me to do was that even though what my vision for Nexus was like a mountain he was making it a plane and then the Bible says there'll be shouts of favor favor to it and so that means even though the, the thing, the task that you have is big, right in the middle of it, they'll be like, man, this is easy. There's, this is like, why am I sliding into this? Because there's shouts of favor, favor. And so because of what we started in, in August of last year, there is clear shouts of favor, favor upon what we're doing. And it's not because we are doing it. And the key, the last thing I'll say is this is key. Many of us want to say, what's my purpose? It's the wrong question. What mm. we should be asking is, what is his purpose for me? It is a very different question. And if we submit to his purpose for me, then he will fulfill it for your life. Mm, that's so good. I um, That journey of taking the first step. I love those principles. I'm like digging. I want to dig in for more. We'll have to do another interview digging in for more about that because I do feel like a lot of people get stuck in the process and he wants us to have peace in the process. And what I'm hearing is this understanding of pulling the word in to your process and going, okay, well, I'm going to take the first step. And then in the process, you were pulling down the word and you were applying the word. And I felt like, Chad, as you were saying, um, that there, there will be favor on this. What were the words that you used around? Um, yeah. So it says that when you have a task, the Lord gives you. So one of the things that you'll know is true, that, that actually should look really big to you, this task. 
It shouldn't yeah. be a minor thing. It should yeah. be like, you should have a big vision. And when you're walking in the will of God, there'll be shouts of grace, grace to it. Actually, or it says grace, grace, which means favor, favor. So good. I felt like as you said that, that that was a word over people listening to this, that that was a prophetic word over them uh, to realize and recognize that. And this is the ways of the Lord in, in your process rather than the world's ways of hustling to do things because everything's bigger than us that he asks us to do. And as we yield, uh, I feel like he's teaching so many people now how to hear from him strategically inside of that process of growing. And we're hearing remarkable things that we did not know, Jeremiah 33, 3. But I love that because that's just so practical of that um, vision of building and making it a plane. I love it. So can you share a little bit about the Nexus Mountain Network? Because I, I just love this idea of bringing people together from different mountains. And most of the people listening, I would imagine, know about the seven mountains, but feel free to share about that briefly. Mm -hmm. And then talk about the Nexus Mountain Network and what it is and and uh, and then we'll we'll hopefully some more people can come in there and commune commune with other people. Yeah. So if you want to, if you really want to just dive in, it's absolutely free. You can download the Nexus Mountain Network app on your phone, Google, Apple, whatever. Um, so what is Nexus Mountain Network? We are not an app. We are a network of believers who have, are coming together. We have three pillars. We have connect together, learn together, and achieve together God's purposes in society. And it is in sequential order because we first have to connect. And when we connect, we establish trust. And we trust, we start to learn from each other. And then we're rolling and we ultimately achieve together. And we are in motion where we are doing things. We're coming together in different mountain types. Like, for example, just, just tonight, um, we actually got together as a network where we there was a local high school that was promoting pedophilia, incest, rape. It was disgusting. It was awful. And because of the Nexus Network, we had people close together where we had people in uh, the religion mountain, the media mountain, the government mountain, education mountain. With like that, we were able wow. to put initiative stopped in 48 hours and in a week the whole city was making changes and so we connect like the app helps us because there's a place in there where you can do uncensored you know if you want to do social media type posting uh, you can like a facebook if that's the way you want to connect with people inform people communicate with people but we also have the features like a linkedin where you can search anyone in the world according to a mountain type. So mountain type, since you said to expand, is we have these callings in our lives that we they're almost like our own special interest groups. And so we're called to certain places. And when you're younger, you kind of, you get clues for these, as you mentioned earlier. And so those seven would be religion, family, media, education, government, arts and entertainment, and family. And so we're all called to one or two. And sometimes depending on what God wants us to do, we may switch or change, but we can rally together. And so it's a beautiful thing. We're having local events in Charlotte. We're having a huge Nexus Summit uh, in June. And what we want to do is we want to be able to multiply. We're establishing a model in Charlotte, North Carolina, so that we can go, hey, this works. 
Let's go to the next city. Yeah. And who else wants to lead? Who wants to collaborate? And who wants to be in Australia and say, hey, let's let's work together in, I don't know, Sydney. I, I don't know where, but just whatever. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love oh. it. It just feels like an army, um, mm -hmm. but a really practical army too, not just an army uh, well, obviously an army of prayer and, and unity, but and community, but to be able to go and really execute something that's amazing and help each other, that's it's such a time of coming together and collaborating, isn't it? It's that net across the net. So um, that is amazing. Uh, I, I just love, I love it. everything about you and your family and what you're doing. Um, I, I definitely will get you back on. And I, I know we're going to have Wendy on as well and talk about what God's uh, reveal to her with um, with all the things that she's doing. She's an incredible wife and mom. I love that about you guys. You're such an incredible family. Your kids are amazing. So I'm excited and um, to share this with with all of our crew and all of our tribe and get it out there and uh, and just um, see where God takes this amazing uh, mission that He's put on your life. I think your your words and your experience and your story are so encouraging for people. And people who have uh, got a good friend who's just been diagnosed with a tumour and it made me think of him when I knew that I was going to be interviewing you. So I would love it. Would you mind praying uh, just briefly before we close off, Chad, or just speak over um, whatever you feel like the Lord leads you yeah. to pray? Because I know that, you know, you've overcome um, that mountain and you're doing amazing things and you're such a leader. So I'd love to just release you to pray over over our crew, over our pod of whale-catching kingdom entrepreneurs. Awesome. Yeah, I just pray. I, I, just, I just pray over people right now who just, one of your problems is you're lacking courage and you're afraid to do it. You're afraid to step out. You're afraid to do it. I can't tell you how many times I did it and I was scared each time, but I was less scared each time as well because it became easier. So I speak courage over you. Yeah. I speak peace to you. And there's someone out there that's ready to make a big decision. I'm going to say, just do it. If, if the Lord is prompting you to do it, then do his will, do his purpose for your life. And I pray, I pray over your friend right now, Lord, I ask that um, the one that just got the bad news about the tumor mm -hmm. and Lord, I ask that you give them the way out the mm -hmm. way that you gave me a way out and let them have hope that you are the way maker in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So good. Thank you. I, I, um, I'm looking forward to interviewing you again and hearing more and digging more and, um, go get that book and your website is. Yeah. Nexusmountainnetwork.com. You can okay. find the book there. You can find the app there. You can find the network there. You can all start there. NexusMountainNetwork.com. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. You can get well, my book you. on Amazon, I think, too. Okay. I don't know about that's Australia. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Down in the boondocks down here. <laughs> yeah, you, can get, you can get the ebook on um, NexusMountainNetwork.com. At minimum, okay. we know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on, Chad. And, uh, I'm excited about um, the releasing of even just some of the gems that you shared. I know that that's going to encourage people's heart and um, excited about where this is all going and what God's doing. You've, it's definitely a, a, a pioneering um, community and idea from the Lord and for this time. So 
I'm just very um, thankful for everything that you're doing uh, in the kingdom and so blessed to know you. Thank you. And thank you for having me on and bless you and keep up the good work.